Guten Abend und willkommen zu Tag 28 von Napot Pomo. Or in other words, good evening and welcome to day 28 of Napod Pomo. And today I am recording direct from Dresden Airport. Currently here on a little bit of work, so the, uh, the normal schedule slightly uh, interrupted by work. Um, so apologies for the slight delay in some of the episodes of the last few days, but I thought I'd sneak in a quick recording before we um, hop on the planes back home again. Um, Dresden Airport is a drastically smaller compared to the um, bear moth that is Frankfurt Airport that we had to come via, which is apparently the fourth largest airport in Europe. Uh, and certainly felt like that when we were walking around it um, as we tried quickly to get from one side of it to the other in uh, record time because we had a very small amount of time between flights and that didn't work very well um, because ended up missing that flight and having to stay overnight in Frankfurt um, so yes it's interesting the old um, flying experience. Um, as I alluded to yesterday about things being special if you don't do them very occasionally and uh, becoming less so if you do them more often, then uh, airline travel can certainly get that way. And it's interesting with airline travel that the amount of extra security that you go through uh, compared to other forms of transport, I mean, it is, it is drastically different in the sense that the um, you know, the amount of security, um, you know, checking for um, things in your baggage and problems, you know, metal scanning and, and certainly with these days with the big international airports doing body scanning as well, where you're holding your arms out or up above your head to uh, detect if you've got anything on you. It's, um, it's, a, it's nothing like getting on a train or bus, is it? So I suppose, again, it's symbolically the fact that uh, Airlines, I suppose you could argue that, that aircraft can uh, cause more damage, um, not just to the people on board, but also uh, those underneath it, as the UK suffered that terrible tragedy with the, the Lockerbie bombing back in my youth. And certainly, I suppose it's, it does show that um, the industry did react to those kind of things. And it, and it is a reaction in some cases, because... If you total up the number of flights that are done on a daily basis and the number of passenger miles, it is colossal just how many people are actually ferrying themselves around the world. Certainly I've installed to, to a flight radar tracker, which are fascinating apps if you're ever wondering what an aircraft flying over your head is and where it's off to. It's, it's uh, as a passive activity to be able to um, keep an eye on you know, just so I wonder where that's going, and then suddenly you find it's a charter flight off to Oxford Airport or something like that. It's fascinating to see the the rich amount of information that you can get these days about stuff that's around us. Um, but the, the, there is a again undocumented, not undocumented. What am I talking about? Um, urban myth that I've heard in the past that would be that if there was a, a necessity to ground all of the planes that are actually currently in the air that there wouldn't be space for them 
in uh, in the airports that they interact with. And I suppose that is true if you were considering their destinations being, you know, the actual commercial airport, the public airports that they're going to. But I'm I'm assuming that there might be the uh, the ability to to land at private airstrips and military airstrips if if it was absolutely necessary. But it's um, interesting that you know there's there's enough hardware thrown up into the sky that it would be difficult to actually uh, bring it all down because we've made more capacity than than we have room for but uh, yeah it's it's the quantity of time taken to uh, to get through all these things that makes air travel just that little bit more inconvenient these days especially as I said in an earlier episode when I was down in King's Cross that uh, you get the, the alternative where, yeah, we still have to go through uh, brief security at St Pancras um, to get onto the Eurostar, but nowhere near the sort of, you must turn up an hour, two hours beforehand that you get with uh, with air travel. Um, and as we discovered on the way over, having enough time in connecting flights in between to actually not make that a stress, suddenly then if you do need to make use of more than one flight, then it adds extra extra delay. So yeah, so I thought at least I'd say uh, Guten Tag from from Germany. Um, it's been interesting those few few episodes of this this season of Napa Pomo that I've actually been able to record direct from various locations. I have been travelling around for work a little bit more than normal uh, in my new role, and so yeah, it just makes it a bit more interesting than in my car or wandering around Nottingham. So we are nearly. As we are on day 28, on a Wednesday, there's only two more episodes after this, so uh, watch this space. Uh, I will be tomorrow night uh, at the Accelerate Places venue in Nottingham at the Christmas meetup for the Coke Club group in the East Midlands. Um, Tim organising a new meet up so uh, if you are in the area and you want to learn about or more about Coke Club or what how you could get involved then um, do please come along uh, we are doing festive themed talks of which I've nearly come up with one um, just got to finish finish it off a bit um, but we'll be sharing hopefully we'll get some new faces there as well sharing the uh, Coke Club enthusiasm and inspiration that I've sp- spoken about previous episodes of Napalpoma. Uh, so, I think that's everything for the moment. Um, I shall continue walking around past the duty uh, free and bookshops and wait for the flight back to the UK. So, I hope you're all well. Uh, as ever, reach out to me on Twitter at Twine Radio uh, or email me Jonathan at twineradio.co.uk if you've got any questions for the last two episodes then do get in touch and uh, cheers